Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll. This is your daily NBA betting show on the Hammer Betting Network. This is the board, which is, of course, the NBA content division of the network that we have going on here, where every weekday morning we come through with some NBA discussion as well as some NBA picks for you guys to, you know, you can choose to tail if you would like. If you have been tailing the picks, it has been a good season for you guys uh, so far with a 77 and 57 record on this season but before we get started want to remind you guys to smash that like button if you've been enjoying the stream content help us get some more recommended pages and of course subscribe to the board for nba content like this and as we get closer towards the trade deadline we have some other content on the way uh beyond just the pick and roll show we are looking to expand this network as i've been teasing for a while but let's go to the recap from yesterday's plays there was two plays that we had for you guys, first one is Giannis in the middle of ball, which is a winner. Giannis a points the middle ball on threes. Second one, uh, which we'll talk about first, Paul George uh, covered the three-point line easily here, uh, nice and early. DeMar DeRozan didn't have the best of games, and the Chicago Bulls entirely did not have the best game. This was a rare day where I sat down and watched pretty much the entire NBA slate. The Bulls, the Bulls led by 19 at one point and ended up losing late. They had a chance to tie it on a last possession, but then turned it over. The Chicago Bulls are a bit of a disaster. Um, what were you, what did you, what were you, sorry, what did you make of this game and I guess DeRozan's performance in particular? So I think this is one of the probably top three worst, the worst performances from DeMar in the Bulls. With the Bulls jersey, I, I think he had career high eight turnovers. And every turnover was like the same. Like he will get in desolation, he will stop driving, and when he wants, when he like gets to his pull-up shot, he'll just drop the ball. Like I think he did that like five or six times in the game. Like he'll just try to get up to shoot his mid-range, and he'll just just drop the ball. Also, he was careless. Kawhi got two steals on him, and some poor decisions. Missed a couple of shots uh, uh, late in in the fourth. Yeah, it was like here and go game. But at the first, the Vucevic was going, so they were feeding Vucevic. Then mm-hmm. Lavin got the ball. Then Rosen got the ball. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what to think of the of the Bulls. Like never, I never, I was never high on the Bulls and like. In the fourth quarter, like who is the guy? Like the Marder Rosen. And you you just see that Lavin wants it, Vucevic wants it, and yeah, and the offense completely stops because they just go to straight to isolations, late shot clock shooting, and they're they're not fun to watch. They're really not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I, I'm sure Chicago fans are yeah, actually, not particularly happy with this. And they were up like I think 17 or 18. I just bet them live by myself on the Clippers because like <laughs> they were up 20 I think against the Pacers and also lost the game and that's happening way too much this season because they play like game in the first in the first half they play basketball like and then the second half they just fall apart. Like they just went to the isolation, isolation, isolation. And when Demar is going well and it's everything is going well, okay, that's a good thing. But Demar had a terrible night and that wasn't the way to play it. And also interesting part is when he took the last three, 
to, to, to like it's, I don't know three seconds left. I was like, because he's he was shooting five for five from three in the game earlier, and yeah, yeah. if he actually made that, he would actually cover. He also yeah. missed two free throws and couple of banners. I would say in the last couple of minutes of the game, he had twenty points with four minutes left. So I like expecting him to actually cover this pretty easily because it's the Rosen time. He had like two turnovers and missed layup and missed mid range shot and missed free throws. So yeah, yeah, they were up. Like it was six to eight minutes to go in the second quarter. They were up by, I think it was up to 19. And five minutes later, it was tied at 50. It was, it was crazy. Um, I used to be a big fan of Billy Donovan, especially uh, when he's at OKC. He was doing, he did uh, some great work with OKC. Now I am not a fan of Billy Donovan uh, in, in really any way there. Bulls, if you're a soccer fan, Bulls are the Everton of the NBA. I think that's a, a pretty good uh comparison yeah. of the english premier league uh like like i am so uh, i like that one um unfortunately yeah, like you said about DeRozan, despite the poor performance he was three points away from covering he did have 20 points but uh, unfortunately that one is a loss unfortunately the higher juice one is the loss as well the winner is in the hornets and bucks game um this was a really close game for a long time which i guess kept Giannis going lamello ball is excellent absolutely smashed his three-point line Giannis just was piling up the points all throughout the game. Eventually, the Bucks. well, actually, the Bucks pulled away in the fourth, and then the Hornets brought it back yet again. Uh, but ultimately, uh, the Bucks did get this one done in somewhat comfortable fashion. Uh, Giannis, like I said, just consistently over the game was piling up points. Uh, what were your thoughts on Bucks hornets here? Mason Plumlee had another pretty good game here. <laughs> yeah, Mason did his... Now it's getting his regular numbers, which is crazy yeah, yeah. to think even. But yeah, I mean, like it ended up nine points win by the Bucks, but I never understood. Like the spread was 11 and a half. And I was like, I don't see a blow. Like that, I, you know, that I'm, I'm like not, not betting the overs on a game with like minus eight or, or higher spread, but I was pretty confident in betting in this game and yeah didn't expect blowout at all uh, great game by the box everyone played pre- pretty well and they still didn't blow them out because healthy hornets with hayward with rosier with lamello with plumley playing like this with pj washington with mcdaniels like with, with, without uber that's like a bonus for them being good like they are a decent team. They can compete. They can score. They are talented. And I love this team. That they, I, I hope they remain healthy so we can bet overs against them throughout the entire season. Well, we'll take I mean, we won't take it. But unfortunately, there's a spread in this one. It has been a winning week so far. There's three official plays coming a little bit later on where hopefully uh, we can find some winners as well. Have another good winning day. Before that, a uh, discussion piece we want to bring up. Um so this morning, I, I'm kind of laughing here. Me and Pips had a discussion about this before the show as well, briefly. But uh, DraftKings posted odds for players to be traded by the 2023 NBA trade deadline. Um, and a lot of these, to preface, are really, really badly priced in the sense that it is absolutely not worth betting. So I'll just pull it up here to show you guys. Sorry, it's small. Uh, I hope you guys can read it okay. But like just... 
I wanted to crop it at some point so it was bigger. But the further I went down the list, the more I saw laughable sort of prices on these players. So I will say most, if not all of these, are not good enough to bet on. Um, I'll highlight some here. But like further, let's go for the Raptors specifically here. OG Ananobi is up here at minus 500. And he, that is implying there's an 83% chance he gets traded by deadline. Now, I understand that he's linked to all these reports. I I personally, like if I was pricing this, I think I would have OG closer to like even money. Um, and then you have Trent at minus 200. I think 150 is fair there. Van Vliet, I would probably say should be an underdog to get traded, but he's at minus 150. And then Siakam as well as plus 300. Like the expectations of Raptors are going to overhaul their entire roster here. Um, the Jay Crowder one, I guess, kind of makes sense. But like another one, Bradley Beal has a no trade clause and he's at plus 500. So I, I let's go to Pips here. Um, I, you kind of agree with me that a lot of these are, are very poorly priced. Uh, what, what, what were your thoughts when, you, when I showed you this, uh, the graphic here? I'll say this, this is greatly priced. This is unbelievably greatly priced for the, for the bookies no. because, because they don't have... For them, no. yes. Yeah. yeah, so they just, like, implied for their, like, their, their value in every this bet is, like, they are getting almost, like, 30 to 40% uh, hold on, on these bets. Like, unbelievable stuff. And they're just... Whoever bets this... DraftKings is printing money on, on, on every of these bets. Like, um, this is unbelievable stuff. And yeah, they are just exploiting recreational players, not, not understanding the probabilities here, because this is just embarrassing. I also, I think this is embarrassing stuff from, from DraftKings. Yeah, I, I'm just like, I don't think any, any like, like professional sports better will even look at and try to think about think about betting anything because there is no there is there isn't any spot that is close to being good, good like uh, implied those being uh, similar to probability of this happening yeah like like fair odds you're saying um yeah, yeah. another one like like just a couple more here i i find this so funny um deandre Ayton can who can veto any trade until the summer is plus 200 um, Russell Westbrook, who makes $40 million and the Lakers would have to attach one of their first round picks, the 27 to the 29 to move him for a salary dump is 170. Like I, I generally think Russell Westbrook should be like plus 500. I think Bradley Beal should be like plus 2000. Julius Randall might be an all-star and he's a huge influence on the Knicks. He's plus 220 here. Um, I so Pips like everybody who I who has seen this who like knows betting and my immediate thought thought when I saw somebody post on Twitter today what where is the no market because when I so somebody posted uh, a bunch of the odds here and I immediately went to DraftKings to go bet on the no market for every Raptors player first of all and probably a bunch of other ones but um, yeah like you said it, it's DraftKings take advantage of more recreational players who are just looking for a bit of action. It looks like a kind of a fun market here because you're betting uh, into the trades, I, I suppose. But um, just, just, I, I, I can't, 
I, I have to I have to like put this out here. Please do not bet into any of these markets. It's it's beyond just like like we spoke about before. Um bad bets win, good bets lose. Like it's not always gonna work out the the right way. Like some of these are gonna win. Some of these guys are going to get traded, but what we're trying to convey here is that the odds that have been uh, given to you, the prices that have been given to you are not a fair reflection of the fair odds, and therefore um they are really uh, taking you on a spin. The only way you can find value, and I like, and the only reason I like this is being offered is that this is not, this is like the the less than one percent. Uh, sometimes you can find access to information um, that is not public. That is a very rare case scenario. I'm sure there's some people that are going to take advantage of that, but I, I think still DraftKings will um, will will yeah, clean up on this market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's cheating, but yeah. Well, yes, it, yeah. it, it is yeah. cheating, <laughs> but uh, I think they're cheating with this market up here, man. Yeah, one other, I, I couldn't agree more with, with, the, with the last sentence you said. Like, uh, that's yeah, I, I'm I'm staying behind what I said. Like that's embarrassing to, to do that. Like, like when you when you sent me this, like I was like, okay, like they, they give me the no market and I'll make money. Um, there, there is no my, my, I didn't I'm even sure expect. Many yeah. I didn't even expect to be there because when I saw this line, it was like, what, what's going on <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah. It, it's not like uh, like a NBA champion market where like somebody ha- only one can win of the list. Like, like th- these are all yes or no sort of answers, but like, they would absolutely get blasted and they know they did a no market. So uh, they know they'll get action. That's what they do. Um, just <laughs> fun topic. And also a bit of educational Please don't bet into these sort of markets. You can come up like just in, in your head before you look. You like think of what a price should be here. Like I, OG Nob is genuinely like like five hundred off. I, I I can see him getting traded. Like I've been covering the Raptors for like like intently for over two years now. Five hundred is is just not even in the stratosphere. Okay, enough on that. I think we could make fun of this all day. Um, let's move now. Let's move on into the official pick segment of today's show. First of all, we are going back to the we're going back to Houston, and we're going back to a, a I guess a favorite here on the show, Alperen Shengun, mixed with uh, a game against the mixed in a game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, where we're going with the Canadian Shea Gilders Alexander. Here is the play. So we are betting like your Canadian guy with my Houston guy, and Shea over twenty eight and a half points combined with Shengun over four and a half assists. Which is minus one fifteen at DraftKings. First off, Shea, we had him a couple of times, and he had like five straight games with thirty-one or more points. This is a great, 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 great matchup for for, for him against the, my Houston Rockets. The only thing I'm a bit concerned about this one is blowout, but they are playing away. Houston is playing at home. They have not finally started playing through Shengun. So they could stay up in this game. So I'm betting on Shea over points. Shengun over assist. Shengun cleared this line in six straight games. They're finally playing through him. There is no Kevin Porter Jr. There is no Jalen Green. So every touches he could possibly have tonight, he'll get them. They're like... Their offense doesn't exist without him. Okay, sit, okay see, Oklahoma City Thunders. I expect them to pay much attention to Shengun. I expect some double teams, some like 
they won't allow him to like take his time on the drives or inside. They will like swarm on him, collapse the defense on him, and he will find the wide open guys, cutting guys. And I think he could end up with like eight, nine, even ten assists in this game if the game stays close. So I like this this angle. And of course, Shea, like just if he just come into this game aggressive, he he's like in the great spot to clear this line. Last time they played, Houston Rockets won, which is great. And Shea covered this line. Shea had 32 points in 27 minutes. So with him on the rotational being 35 to 36 minutes, he should absolutely smash this line. Uh, I'm seeing in the chat that, uh, unfortunately, it's moved off of the 20.5 to the 29.5, and, uh, and you can get 30-plus and the five assists for Shangood at plus 100 instead of minus 115. Um, because the price change, is this something that you would say is still okay to bet with the with the price change and the one-point difference? I just, uh, let's just take a look at... Uh... I don't know. Maybe it's it's twenty eight yeah, no and twelve. Maybe uh, maybe on on BetMGM. Yeah, there is no. So okay, no problem. Yeah, that's why I didn't expect it to move. But that's why we need to bet some of these guys early into the show because. 28 minutes later, it's it's obviously difficult to get sometimes the same line. So, yeah. I mean, we are still going to bet this, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, if somebody is going to bet the 30-plus the plus at plus one, do you still think that's acceptable from, yeah. from you? Yeah, better price, so yeah. Okay. So, so with that with that fifteen cent difference, um, you can still lock in the thirty plus uh, and the five assists on Shengun. Let's move into the second play now and go to the Hawks and the Suns. So for this one, we are betting Trey Young over twenty two and a half points combined with DeAndre Ayton over fifteen and a half points, and we are getting minus one hundred and fifteen at the DraftKings. So Trey Young, yeah, I just against the Phoenix Suns single cover, I think with the drop coverage of DeAndre Ayton and DeAndre Ayton not being great on defense this season, I I just love this spot for Trey with this a bit lower line, and DeAndre Ayton is like since he's came came back from the injury, like they are playing like every possession through him, like like there is no like earlier this season or last couple of seasons then they can just have like five or six three for the possession without eight and touch, even touching touching the ball like he is getting touches every single possession almost every single possession and he scored 19 the last four games last five games he had 18 24 19 23 and 22 last game last game against the Raptors he was heavily double team and still end up covering this line Hawks will get him single cover against Capella and Okongu. And yeah, I just like the way they are using him and the way they... The Hawks are actually the best spot-up defense in the league. So they are great at defending outside. So that means that they are widely stretched out to defend the the movement players and moving guys and the trees. 
So with that being said, that means this, the, the middle is pretty empty and that's the way the Aton will operate. Okay. Uh, love that one. Uh, all the reasons that you laid out there. Let's move now into the third play on the show, going to the Kings and the Spurs, going back to Keldon Johnson, this one, pairing him with another big, going with Sabonis this time. So we are betting like Sabonis or 34 and a half PRIs combined, which is 35 plus on DraftKings, uh, combined with Keldon Johnson or 20 and a half points, minus 115 at DraftKings. So yeah, I, I was struggling to decide do we go with Sabonis points? Do we go with Sabonis rebounds? Do we go with Sabonis assists? So I was like, okay, if I am positive on every part of this bet, may I just bet the PRI line over because I like I like everything from him. This is a great part against the Suns. These are the two teams that allow like third and the most, of course, allow the most points per game. And the Kings are also very like very very below average defensive team with that plays in a high pace so i wouldn't be surprised if we see like 240 250 points tonight and with that kind of game we obviously want to bet the best players so like over the last 15 games sports allow the most rebounds to opposing centers and they allow like third most assists and the way they are defending they are pick and roll heavy defense so they have just stayed to their guys and they don't allow much corner trees and the trees overall. So that means Fox and Sabonis will have a plenty of two on two, on two game and that will help Sabonis to clear all around of this, of this line. And on the other side, we have Keldon Johnson. Like, I always want to bet first opposing, first, like, first, guy on the team for scoring option against the Kings. He had amazing last two games. He scored 26 against the Wizards. And game before that, he scored 34 against the Phoenix Suns. So he's just playing great, getting the minutes and getting the work done. And in the last game against the Sacramento Kings, he had 20 points. So he, he was on the hook, but he shot 8 from 25. I, if he gets that kind of volume, like I just huge fan of his him getting over this line because I don't like the defense the Kings playing. I don't think they have anyone to even slow him down. Like one on one matchup that there is just no one on the Kings roster to defend Keldon. And yeah. Okay, I mean Calvin Johnson got the green light Sabonis playing like an all-star level this season so love that pick as well let's recap all three of the plays for you guys for today's slate first of all in the thunder at rockets game official play is Shea Gilles Alexander over 20 and a half points paired with Alperin Shengun over four and a half assists that is minus 115 at DraftKings second one on the list is Trey Young over 22 and a half points that is paired with DeAndre Aiden over 15 and a half points which is also minus 115 at DraftKings. Hawks and the Suns involved in that one. And the third play, which we just spoke about, DeMontis bonus over 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That is paired with Keldon Johnson over 20.5 points, also minus 115 at DraftKings. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. DraftKings, some good odds there. Maybe not on the trade markets, but we love those on the same game parlays. 
If you guys have enjoyed the show today and you are going to tail the picks, please make sure to hit that thumbs up button. It does go a long way to supporting the channel, supporting the brand, and also make sure to subscribe for more content just like this. We go live here every single weekday for discussion, betting talk, and all that great stuff. Also, be sure to check out the hammer.bet for more sports betting content across different sports. And we will see you again tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. 